1: here's john and
0: aaron welcome welcome one and all welcome into the scotty johnny podcast i am your not so humble host jonathan barnett and with me as per
1: usual i have the illustrious cheddar talk aaron flottam how are you doing aaron hey john what's happening man uh sorry about last week that uh that was a kerfuffle but uh yeah you were up north right vacation you were busy but i'm glad that josh could step in and uh take my spot for the week and uh it's too bad because I was right after I'd been at game six of Fox Nets, and I really wanted to brag about all that. Yes, that's that. true. That's the but, other thing uh, we need to get Yeah, here we are. We can, do, we, can, we can do that today. We
0: can do yeah, that today. We're going to get into all of it because it's been fantastic. There's not really a lot of other things going on, but there is uh, Milwaukee sports right now. And Milwaukee sports are really uh, helping to buoy the entire state, I feel, at this point because it's been a pretty great week here. Uh, mm-hmm. Two weeks ago for the Brewers was rough, but last week, this last week has been fantastic. It's been been a good row here, so very happy about this, and uh, we're glad to have everybody back with us again, and uh, ready for another great week to talk about Wisconsin sports. As I said, yeah, last week was weird. Aaron's on vacation. Uh, I had jury trial and everything, so we've had a, we all had a very busy week there, and we're back. We're a little rested now, and we're ready to get going on everything here, so let's just kick right into it right away. We'll get into our main event. Mm-hmm.
1: Starting
0: things off with the main event. All right, Aaron. Main event has to start with Bucks getting to the Eastern Conference Finals. Right. This is kind of where last year we said you got to get that far at least to be successful, right? And
1: I, I know that I they, they raptored them.
0: Yeah, yeah, they really did. Because that was a wow. It was such a. It, and we talked a little bit about it last week, obviously, Josh and I talking about the end of the Nets series. Um, but you, you didn't get to talk about that. But you also took Ruby to the game, uh, game six in Milwaukee. That, uh, give, give me the sense of the atmosphere because that's this has got to be insane. Well,
1: I'll tell you what. So, so there's not enough. You can't get enough, uh, enough um, perspective on what the Deer District looks like until you're in it. It's shoulder to shoulder. It's loud. Um, There's a buzz um, about it. Walk into the stadium. And this is my daughter's first NBA basketball game, mind you. So she's ruined (laughs) because she thinks that every single game is going to be like this from now on. But, uh, yeah, so, um, you know, packed house. um, Everything going on. Um, It was – and there was a lot of – and there was some controversy in game six with – the uh that was the big uh hardened flopping night, if you remember correctly. Oh, the like one? That, there was a couple of, there was a couple no, I mean that was yeah. the one where there were some really, really bad flop like not even being touched and just completely just, you know, slamming his head off the he <laughs> off had, the wood for a foul. He had the one uh, time so, where he uh,
0: literally knocked I think it was uh Giannis's hand into his own face like towards his own face. Like he hit his hand yeah. up and then acted like he'd been hit in the eye when he had not been touched. It was amazingly mm-hmm. bad. That and he and, right. he and it worked. It worked is why they
1: keep doing it. NBA so, keep, so they keep doing it because work. it, it works. Yep. And uh it's by serve, is a beautiful stadium. Um beautiful arena. Um yeah. we sat first row section two twenty one, which is just off the free throw line on the bench side of the stadium. Ruby really got into it. It was a fun game. I haven't been to a pro basketball game in forever. Much less a, a professional basketball game. Uh, it was it was buzzing and uh, and it was probably downplayed a little bit on uh, TV. But uh, the Nets kind of mailed it in for the last five minutes because it was looking like the Bucks were running away. And uh, <laughs> I wanted to talk to. I mean, it was it was fun to watch. It's actually it's, it's harder to get a good sense of going on what's going on with the game when you're at the game. It's much easier to watch when you're on t- when you're watching on TV. But that's true with about any pro sport, right? So, kind of get lost in the atmosphere. You kind of get lost. You don't realize how long TV timeouts are, you know, until you're at the game, sitting there for three minutes (laughs) (coughs) for for no reason. But um, no, the the crowd was great. Ruby got up on the big screen even when she was dancing. Um, It was T-shirt night, so there people were literally ripping their shirts off on the screen. It was a lot of fun. Um, I was there with a friend of the show, Pete Owen. Um, He was sitting. Two seats, two seats behind us in the same section, him and his wife. And uh, um, but, anyways, with about five minutes left, all the scrubs came in, and uh, Thanasis Tutukumbo, uh, was playing, and uh, he attempted a slam dunk from about the free throw line, and he was short by about six inches. Had he had he hit that? Because that was right after they brought the scrubs in. Had he hit that, that roof would have came off that place. It almost <laughs> did anyways. Because I'm, I'm serious. Like He took off from the free throw line, Jordan style, on like a three-step start. Not a whole court like run and do that. No, just a three-step start, try to take off from the free throw line. Had he hit that, that roof would have came off that place. I mean, it was ready to explode. And uh, <clears throat> get outside um, after the game's done and... I remember my dad and my aunts and uncles talking about Milwaukee during the world series run in 1982 and how downtown Milwaukee would be just jam packed yeah. the whole time. There was fifty, sixty thousand 60,000 people downtown, John. That's like nice. it was hard to walk around. Like the,
0: the weird thing is the, um, like the Toronto Raptors who are not in the playoffs anymore. They've been like, Oh yeah. Well, Jurassic park was way bigger a couple of years back. You're like, Toronto's like eight times bigger than Milwaukee yeah
1: <laughs> it's, it's like the it's one of the it's one of the world's major metropolitan areas it's like congratulations like
0: you had nothing on us and I was just like you're Canada I mean you can't out party Wisconsin you just can't right. <laughs> I don't know if exactly. you try it.
1: it was it was exciting I mean and seems being that the Bucks are been the um, for lack of a better term, uh, the bastard team of the three sports here made the three professional sports here in wisconsin was just being bad for so long mm-hmm. and uh just not being the brewers i mean and just being basketball in wisconsin um there was definitely a buzz about it and it was very exciting um i'm glad i went it was a lot of fun um and if i wouldn't have blown a quarter of my family's vacation money to take me and ruby to that game i might <laughs> think about going to a finals game if they get that far which it's looking pretty good that they will so
0: yeah, knock on wood. Yeah. Great. Here's the one thing too, is like, like you <clears> said, like the, the bucks are probably the least well-followed of the Wisconsin teams and people in Milwaukee try to play it off as like, like there's, I don't know. The, the, the take is always that it's like a racial thing, but I'll, I'll tell you the, the part that always gets me is like uh, the brewers and the Packers do like tailgate tours. Like mm-hmm. they go to Eau Claire, they go to lacrosse with players Mm-hmm. Former players, current players, you don't think if if the Bucks really wanted to be a, a Wisconsin team, like a full statewide team, which they have not tried to mm-hmm. be, they should do something like that. Take, I mean, you don't have to take Giannis, man. If you took Connington or you took um, PJ Tucker at this point, and 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 said, hey, we're going to show up and we're going to have a, a bus and we're going to have an event. There's going to be music, and you know, Connington and Tucker are going to be there. And people would show yeah. up and then you'd get to see them and you'd also get to see that something from Milwaukee cares about the rest of the state.
1: The rest of the state. <laughs> because, right, because you're absolutely yeah. right. When I lived up when I lived up in Duluth, I would never in a thousand years consider driving to Milwaukee for a basketball game. No. Right. I'd be more likely to go check out a Badgers game in Madison. Yeah. Right. Um but, I mean, and the plus not only that, but, like, northern half of the state doesn't even care about basketball. Like, they really don't outside of high school basketball. And thanks to our friends to the west having the worst team in professional sports history, the Timberwolves, <laughs> um, um, nobody cares about basketball in that state at all. And, no, it's the state of hockey, you know, and all of western Wisconsin it kind of kind of falls in line with that, too. Oh, you man. know, they're more wild fans. I mean, the, the, the Bucks don't have a presence anywhere outside of basically the five-county area. Yeah, and so they, they
0: should do a better job of that because seriously, they could be that team. They could be like that too. And right now is the time to do it. They could hit while the iron's hot and you're like, yeah, this team is hot. We, we're, we're winning. Hey, you want to get on board with this winning team and then start building young fans all the way up and show up, show up in there. So like, you know, it's hard sometimes to get all the way to Milwaukee for stuff and, you know, events. If you can have an event in La Crosse or Eau Claire, People uh-huh. will show up because, I mean, like, it, they do like basketball. They're just – they don't like the NBA as much because they don't see them. They're not people mm-hmm. who come here. Well, meanwhile, like like I said, the Brewers will do stuff over there. I mean, mm-hmm. they'll show up at games for, like, Northwoods League and things like that. Um, the Badgers are everywhere because they recruit mm-hmm. all over the state, so they try to make a big presence. Uh, and, yep. and the Packers, you know, they'll bring, you know, current and former Packers all over the place because mm-hmm. it matters to them that they're a statewide brand and right. Milwaukee bucks just don't do it like the other teams do in this state. And they really should, but yeah, and it's, and it's sad
1: too. I mean, like, uh, because they would, it's like you said, it's a, it's a very barren market for in barren you know, like, and Byron. Yeah, it's barren, barren, yeah. barren, uh, barren, uh, no, uh, <laughs> by my hometown. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, it's a very barren market for basketball. Like it wouldn't be that hard to get people on board, and you know what? People like Giannis. They do. Oh yeah. And it, it just to have, but it. I mean, it's kind of an NBA problem. They they, we've talked about this numerous times. Not only they're based around the cities, they're based around three cities. Yeah. You know. They really. Are. Well, California cities and East Coast cities, and nobody cares about the middle. You know. So. Um, the Bulls anymore? Yeah. I mean, think about the Bulls outside of Chicago. Nobody likes the Bulls, you know. Yeah. Nobody else in Illinois likes the Bulls, you know. The Bulls. Um, Not as recently, but, uh, they haven't had anything I mean, to cheer for where, recently. So yeah, where, where's I mean, and it would kind of help. Where's the Bucks G League team? I feel bad knowing that after they're that.
0: in the, the the Fox Valley, they play in like okay, Appleton well, area.
1: See, that's the herd. good. Right there, I mean, I mean, that's that's a good start. I mean.
0: They're the herd. Yeah. It's basically the Bucks logo with three heads instead of one, though. <laughs> so no. yeah, well, that's... I
1: mean, that's fine.
0: I yeah, mean, no, that's interesting. Be... I haven't gone there, but it sounds interesting.
1: <laughs> but okay, I was, thought, I was I was thought that I was thought that it would be good if we could uh, get a single A baseball team for the Brewers up north somewhere too, instead yeah. of the Northwoods League, and you know, um, I mean, yeah. maybe more centrally locate the G League team to like Eau Claire you know or something. Oh, something like that would be interesting too. Maybe then you get more you get more, inter- you get more interest in the box. That's for yeah. sure.
0: There's more money in that Fox Valley area, I think though. Well, I want to I want to get us back to kind of where we were though. I want to get your thoughts cuz I didn't get to hear from you. Uh that that game 7 going into overtime. That was nuts. Holding the entire Nets team and, and I don't care who was hurt or like that like the Bucks players mm-hmm. haven't been hurt. Come on, we were without DiVincenzo. That's comparable to <laughs> Harden. Harden being out would have been probably an advantage up until the point that KD or I'm sorry, Kyrie, or you know, Kyrie,
1: which is how his name is spelled. Yeah, which is great well, I mean, for Lord. It, getting getting Harden back didn't take any minutes off KD's legs. I mean, no. it just shows how absolutely dependent they are on three players. Well, they. I mean, know? like they've they
0: they just um, they, they mortgaged everything else to get those three players. Yeah. They have no bench. Nothing right outside of Blake.
1: Outside of the third coming of Blake Griffin, yeah, and no, he, it was, he it fell it apart was, it in the last. Very, bet. And, you know, we talked. We talked about that last year versus this year, and how it it's good to have more of a formidable front three. Yeah, especially in the in the case of Chris Middleton coming into his own, Giannis, yes. and then uh, Drew Holiday being kind of a true point guard, but making really stupid three point shots once. In a while. Why does anyone? By the way, Bryn Forbes. Sorry, this is last night. Bryn Forbes three on one fast break pulls up and shoots a three that is his only shot they don't bring him here to lay you know what he could you know what he could could do john pass pass it to the other two who are slashing to the hoop anyways and you know what he did when he shot it missed yeah oh duh anyways all right so get that (laughs) off my chest but bring me back around so um but you know we always talked about that like maybe the bucks were too deep like not i mean not saying like too deep is a bad thing but like they needed more front end players. You need to have like a big three. Yeah. Well, the Bucks managed to have a big two and a half. Yeah. Um, with with Lopez contributing and various other players. But yeah, this is what happens. And everybody and everybody who says that this is good this should be an NBA championship with an asterisk because the Bucs played a heat team that didn't have whoever. And then Harden <laughs> and Kyrie were out and now they're, you know, Trey Young missed five minutes of the game. You know, the Bucks are playing all these injured teams. You know what? That's, that's the Bucs are sport. one player away from not being that hot either, for starters, but they managed to stay healthy. But this is, you know, the entirety of the Nets was once those other two went out and had to be put on KD's shoulders, like they had no one else to go to. And it took acts of God by KD to win games. And it yeah. showed at the end of Game Seven, the only game that was won by the uh, the away team, when he airballed that three at the end. It's not because he's a bad basketball player. He was gassed. I think yeah. he didn't have enough strength to get the basketball to the hoop. Yeah,
0: he's got to have but one he, bad one in, in the amount of shots he took. Yeah. Well, yeah. And to your point too. I mean, like the the, um, the the Hawks took the first game in this series, and. It required Trey Young to score forty-eight points so they could yeah. win by three. He it scores forty Herculean points, Herculean they lose. They're
1: down it 3-0. It took a Herculean effort of just Allen Iverson proportions. Um, <laughs> That's right. what that, it reminded me. It was a very Allen Iverson kind of performance, uh, and uh, it, and the and the Bucks were terrible in Game One. They were absolutely uh, the. The Bucks Hot were.
0: Garbage. The other thing is the Bucks were not good in Game Three. They were not particularly not good in Game Three, and they won. Like mm-hmm. that that's they got good at point. the
1: end. Well, one one person got really good at the end. Yeah,
0: but yeah, so it's like the third game in the last five where um, Giannis and and Middleton combine for sixty eight plus points. And it's like, okay, <laughs> that's fantastic. But where is everybody else? So. I mean, it just it, yeah. Game two was more like what you want to see. It's you know kind of what you expect. If the Bucks can get everything kind of rolling like that, there's, I mean, it's not going to be close. If they can, you know, they had a, was it a forty-six point second quarter in that game?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's the end of it.
1: That, was, that like, game was, it was over. Something like that. Yeah, it, was, it got out of control real quick. So,
0: and I mean, in that I mean, one, Trey Young was completely healthy and scored fifteen.
1: Right. So right. There's, a, and you know, it's a not, it's a not sustainable offense. To have one dude, I mean, they're literally hucking threes from the logo. They're hucking 40-foot three-pointers. And can Trae Young make them? Yes. Yeah. He an, he's a talent. But when that is what your offense is based around is just clutch three-point shooting all the time. Like uh, above clutch. Yeah, not, not even clutch three-point shooting. Just insane three-point shooting from ridiculous distances. Because you can't get a three off from within the arc because they're not letting you. You know, and they're blanketing Trey Young. I mean, it's just not. And the better team obviously won last night. Like you could tell as the game progressed, and they were down twenty-five ten at one point in the first period. You know, tied at halftime, down in the third, they just the the, the, the Hawks couldn't keep up. And to everyone that says that, well, if Trey Young wouldn't have sprained his ankle, dude, Trey Young is if, if if you're gonna run Trey Young like how the Nets ran KD. Trey Young is not KD. Like Trey Young's wheels are gonna come off. They almost they did. Yeah. They did yesterday.
0: Yeah. I mean and that wasn't a terrible, you can't the terrible role re- was weird. Uh they found he's got a bone bruise. Uh, and he's questionable yeah. now for game four. If he doesn't play game four, they don't have anything. They just they just don't. Right. And that's what it's like, well they're like, oh well, well they, uh, got Brock, Asterix, they
1: got got so. Whoa.
0: I love the one picture of um Brooke Lopez had that gigantic dunk, and he lifted himself up to make sure he wasn't swinging into other people. Mm -hmm. But they got a still uh, image from that where it looks like he's looking over at Bogdanovich, and 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 it's like, "Hey, man, you could have been here with us.
1: (laughs) This could this could have been this could have been us, man. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, yeah, could have had him
0: instead of Tucker. I mean, yeah." I don't know, just like... I know,
1: I know, I know we're all over this all over the place and we're kind of blending from one series to the other because I was gone last week. But to finish up on the Nets, okay. um <laughs> I think I, it, outside of game two, I mean the Bucks should have won game one. They should have won Maybe game four. I that shouldn't have been a seven game series. That should have been bucks and six barely. I was right though, John. It was bucks and seven. It was I bucks and that, seven. That. You called it.
0: You were dead out.
1: <laughs> but uh um the, the, the bucks and, and and I share a lot of the same opinions on as Charles Barkley on the bucks and especially with that net series Were they lucky to got come out of that one yeah they were Kyrie would have been playing would they have lost maybe you know who knows but god I, there's got to be and you can tell like when they win big like they did in game 2 against the hawks they don't take stupid threes the they the, the, do the, when in the team takes they 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 get inside. They're bigger than every other team, especially now. You know they're bigger than every other team left. They were last round even coming into the playoffs. Yeah. I mean they're one of the biggest teams in basketball, regardless. You know they talk about it too. Like just the people you have to compare Giannis to. You have to compare him to Kareem. You have to compare him to uh, Shaq. You have to compare him to Hakeem. You know why? Because he is seven foot tall and fast and athletic and those Crazy. are the only comparables and Shaq wasn't Shaq was Shaq was super athletic because he was big like the fact that he can move his big ass body around like that amazing Shaq is a one of kind talent I really don't think we're ever gonna see another one like him I mean Yao Ming couldn't do these things you know other big men couldn't do these things you know there's a very small select few and you know I understand that we can't just have Giannis playing down underneath and just running into three people every time. But, I mean, you got Brooke. you got Chris. And, I mean, at the end of the game last night, it was apparent that, you know, get it into him and then you can hit it send it back out. Have Chris slash. Have whoever slash. I mean, some of the best stuff Drew Holiday does is slashing in and getting inside. You know, Bryn Forbes hucking up threes on a three-on-one fast break, that's not it. That's the epitome of everything the Bucs do wrong. The Bucs make so much. Ma- they're so. This is how good the Bucs team is. They make so many bad shots and so many bad decisions and drop so many balls on inlet passes. Like last yeah. night, it happened one where Chris was driving in and it looked like he was going to get swatted. So he just did a quick underhand to Brooke right there underneath the hoop and Brooke dropped it. You know, yeah, Lopez, just butter. I mean, those, in, those guys inside have some butter fingers. I mean, Giannis lost one of the games yeah. at the end against the Nets because of butter fingers too, because they're just not used to taking passes inside yeah. when, when, you know, they're, they're just used to hucking threes, you know? And, and there's so- always
0: a couple moments where you just see like Giannis kind of go in and he loses the dribble and you're kind of like, okay, w- what's going on? I, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I get that. I mean, it, I think they're the biggest thing is once dead. they get into real rhythm first and then let the threes come as they work, because I mean, they still did take 41 three pointers in the win that the 125 mm-hmm. point game, but they were shooting 36.6% from three. And so it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, but you worked into it. You had a better rhythm. Uh, you weren't, huh. you weren't doing it because you felt you had to push that three. Uh, you did right. it when it was there. And that's, mm-hmm. You can feel that difference. Sometimes the Badgers get into that too, where it's like, well, we're down by three, so I could shoot a three. Like Demetric Trice was like, down by three, time to dribble for ten seconds and shoot that three. Oh no, it didn't work.
1: <laughs> Horrible right. betrayal. Who would have known? But yeah, no, it's right. well, and just, yeah. and just a you know, and it, it'd be different if it wasn't. It's the definition of insanity, John. Like. Every time they lose, it's for the same reason. It's it's not because they're not the better team. There was only one team that was better, really, and that was the Nets with three healthy players. You know, just you straight see. up talent talent wise. You know, but as yep. far as just the the best team in the league, they're they're the best team in the league. It's it, it's really I, not. Phoenix is pretty good with Chris Paul running the showdown in Phoenix, which it's, it's looking more and more inevitable that that's going to be the finals matchup.
0: Yeah. They're but, down uh, right now. It's about to go to three to two, but yeah, Phoenix yeah. looks like the better team. They've got, you know, with eight and down low and being able to have Chris Paul change things up in the way he does. And Booker's hitting a lot of shots. And it's like mm-hmm. that team's got some dynamic players. They're not the big stars yet, but those guys, not Chris Paul, he's not going to be good in a couple of years. He's going to be right. fine, he, but he's declining. Those other two guys are going to be good for a while, and yeah, that's an interesting group there.
1: I, I, I thought about still... the beginning of the season Go when ahead. Chris Paul was available, and I was a big Chris Paul proponent. <laughs> Chris Chris Paul proponent because he's only got a couple years left in him. Oh God, could you imagine if he was running the Bucks team jeez. at the point guard? It would be jeez, no.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's.
1: Um, here's the other thing. It's that, just like,
0: um, just watching this team. I, I really still. Would rather have played the Sixers. I, I think you're with me on this because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, there's nothing about the Sixers that scares you with the Bucks defense or the Bucks offense. Oh. I think the Bucs, if they just play, they play to go at this team and then allow three pointers to work, you know, kind of when it, they, they collapse in too much because they haven't been collapsing in. They don't have guys who can right. play physical down low right. with with Portis or, you know, Giannis or, or Brooke or any of them. And oh, it's good just... to see
1: Portis back after being absent the entire uh, <laughs> Nets series. By the way, where was he?
0: Uh, he Why had some good play defensive plays. Like seven games. He had some decent defensive plays there, actually in in some I of the know. nets games. But, yeah, he did not score. Um, was... He, he was really there last night. Yeah, they look good. It's hard,
1: I mean, it, it's hard to miss the white headband, man. It really and is.
0: His, and his big bulgy eyes. He's got a very He's surprised look head. at all times. It feels like so. And,
1: could you could you imagine him and PJ Tucker running at you?
0: No, no, PJ Tucker is no, thick. That dude is huge. For for a guy who's not—I mean, for a basketball player, he doesn't look that tall out there, but he is big. Yeah, <laughs> like he he's yeah. just lifting in between every game. That's all he does. He just yeah. just oh, eating but, in the weight room.
1: Sorry, as long as we're just all over the place. Did you yeah, see the right. whole thing with uh, with uh, PJ Tucker and uh, Katie's mom? Yes, and that was hilarious. Oh my oh, god, god, it was it was great. <laughs> Because <laughs> you forget that him and – everyone forgot that him and uh KD played together in Oklahoma City. Uh, Tucker was part of that really good Harden-Westbrook-KD team that should have never – Should have won something somewhere along the line. Should have won like three or four. And that's the thing where, where
0: they always are like, man, is this Nets team the best team ever? And you're like, it's not as good as other teams that Kevin Durant's been on. Mm-hmm. like With James team, Harden. The one with James Harden, but also like, <laughs> my goodness – that Golden State team. You're like see, him man. and Clay and Steph and you like Dre. Iguodala. Not, and, and Iguodala. Not Drake, oh, my gosh. Draymond yeah. and, and Iguodala. And you're just like, yeah, that seems crazy.
1: <laughs> like, and now he the Oklahoma City team that he was on yeah. before. That was him, Westbrook, Harden. That with Serge Ibaka on Serge the bench. Ibaka. Yeah. And, you're and, like, uh, the, and the big guy who ended up in uh, 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 Boston playing center. Oh, Perkins. Um, Kendrick Perkins, Perkins,
0: right? Yeah.
1: I mean, that was their starting yeah. five. <laughs> like, what a crazy team yes, is! That? Ridiculous. That, just... that was a big. That was a big. That was a big three and a half, if not yeah. four. If you put the other two together, I mean, Perkins is a good center. Like yeah. he was in his prime, and Serge Ibaka was.
0: I mean, he's a crazy human being, but he's a very six, good center.
1: Six, six, six man of the year, I think, yeah. a couple times, right? And like, Serge I
0: mean, Ibaka is the best nickname, uh, maybe ever. I don't yeah. know. It's up there. It has to be I one mean, of the best. James, basketball Harden
1: was. Was, James Harden was running the second unit. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Like he yeah. was, he was off the bench on that. He was off the bench on that team, and it was not. It was by design. It was yeah. we're gonna have these guys play, and we're gonna control it. And you're gonna come in with the scrubs against their scrubs, and you're gonna make like very difficult for them. And then yeah, the, like Manu Ginobili and, with uh, the Spurs. Yeah, right. No, and that was exactly who he was supposed to be. And you know what? They they were all too greedy to make it work. As a matter of fact, Westbrook was the least greedy of the bunch, and and <laughs> then became insane. the other, <laughs> yeah. The other anyway. and, and I mean, I used to have an OKC hat. Yeah, I still I actually still have it somewhere, and it's in a box because I was I was a big fan of OKC because at the time the bucks the bucks stunk, and here's this team playing in a small market that kind of resembled what the Packers were doing. You know, like yeah. they were completely embraced by their city. When they got there, they were first the first when they first got there, they were practicing in a, a old bread warehouse yeah. that they that they converted into a gymnasium next to the stadium, yep. you know, and and it was and plus they were the Supersonics and Sean Kemp played for the Supersonics, yeah. as did Mookie as did Mookie <laughs> Blaylock, you know. So, um, but uh, yeah, Payne. no, I was a big fan of that, but it's just, yeah, no, it's and and everyone who wants to give the Bucks credit, I mean. John is a stat line run lately here with like 29 points, 15 rebounds and five assists a game. Yeah.
0: He's (laughs) he's playing fantastic. He's doing everything they need him to do. And we need to say it too. Chris Middleton is, uh, he has shed every bit of that, that playoff blunder guy, you know, like everyone say like, Oh, Chris Middleton. Well, he never shows up in the playoffs. We'd love to see this in the playoffs. He did it. He's done it. He's done it repeatedly in these playoffs. Um, some of those shots against the Nets kept the Bucks alive. Uh, mm-hmm. Was it the Game Two one, or mm-hmm. no Game Three? Game Three, and then yep. they came back and had the big Game Four. But that Game Three, where he puts that one with the the spin around and and puts it up, and then again at the end of that series in Game Seven, going into the lane, the turnaround, and then puts up the shot and and gives the Bucks the lead. It was the, it was the game winning shot. You know, it's like. Yeah, he's he's been that guy. He killed yesterday. He just killed. It was fantastic. He was doing so well. I, I'm I'm so happy for him uh, throughout these playoffs. And yeah, I, I feel very good about this team. And yeah, if Trey Young doesn't play in Game Four, Bucks are going to go up three one. And then it's just a question of how how much energy do the Hawks have left going back to Milwaukee. Right.
1: No, a- absolutely, John. No, and I, I think I think I, I I don't know how they recover from getting beat like that at home last night. Like you could just feel it. Like you could feel the air going out of the room. And uh, I mean, it's and 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 going back to what you said about Chris Middleton, and yeah, we've sung his praises enough so far tonight. But I mean, I said this to you in the in the pre-show, like. Last night, Chris Middleton in the fourth quarter turned into Kobe Bryant, and that's not hyperbole. That's absolute, one hundred percent truth. That is what what he was doing at the end of that game. I mean, that was stuff that Jordan used to do in the playoffs. That's stuff that Kobe Bryant used to do in the playoffs. You know, it'd be a close mm-hmm. game down the run, and all of a sudden, somebody would just go nuts. Like, yeah. and some of the shots he was making, that, like you said, the sidestep, you know, fade back. That, twisting. There, know, there were one or two
0: I, that were just heat checks. You're just kind of like, he's just seeing if he
1: can do it. <laughs> you know? Right. It and some of out. those. Yeah, some of those. It, it, those He wasn't like even hitting the back of the rim on some of those threes. Like it was literally nothing but net. Like it didn't even touch the rim on the way through. Yeah. And he was starting to do. And some of his threes were turning into laser balls. You know, the ones where they have no arc. And <laughs> you're just. It, that's when you know you're on fire. When you're just firing like line drives into the hoop because you're so accurate. Oh, man, he was... It yeah. was um, beautiful to watch, Hawks, yeah. Yeah, the Hawks, you know, the, the Hawks had a little bit of momentum coming out of game one, and it was a little bit of false momentum, and that momentum was really crushed in game two when the Bucks just absolutely took, them, took the wood to them, you know, because everyone saw the game one and said the better team obviously lost that game, and it took a huge effort by Trey Young. As yeah, it was crazy. 48 points. So, I mean, I don't know how, and especially, like you said, Trey Young can't play. Um, How do you muster up any, I mean, out of the four teams that are left, the Hawks are the, the odd man out here. Like, yeah. the Clippers, even without Kawhi, have enough firepower that they might be able to pull off the series against the Suns. Well, they probably not. No, but, so. you know, the Clippers have some firepower, and they do have a legitimate star in Paul George. hmm who in the past, has gone to sleep in playoff games too. But I mean, they've got <laughs> they've up. got other they've got other pieces. I mean, the Hawks are really just Trey Young and Kevin Herder. Yeah, did they, him, did they call I mean, him? they call him on, on the Galinari, other? Ari? Galinari and Brock Brock Donovich are nice players, but they're not. I'm sorry, Herder
0: and and uh, Divincenzo hey, have hey. the two maybe the worst just nicknames I've heard. Obviously, oh. the big ragu. Yeah, Fun, but not a great not a great nickname. You, you're uh, not you're not doing that because you're fantastic. That's a funny thing because of your name, Kevin Harter. I think on the uh, post game show they're calling him Red Velvet. <laughs> I was like, that you, you can't live that down, man. What, uh, Red Velvet? What Was the old um, Dimitri Martin was like, uh, some things are great products, but I wouldn't want them as a nickname. Like you know, cotton balls. He's <laughs> like, he's like cinnamon buns though. Cinnamon buns. Yeah. They're both <laughs> delicious. And that would be a great nickname. Excuse Nick me. Are you cinnamon buns? You bet your sweet ass I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Those are I great. Dimitri Martin's great. <laughs> but yeah, red velvet. That's my goodness. <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite bits with, uh, Dimitri Martin or when he pulls out the, the, the graphs and the charts. Oh yes, he says, yeah. here's, Martin's here's, fantastic. A, here's here's a graph of how hot a girl is and how much I'll listen to her talk about her cat. As you <laughs> notice at some point, no matter how hot the girl is, it goes down because I just don't want to hear about your cat anymore. But <laughs> <What'd> you can't. <get?
0: laughs> He's fantastic. We even we, we talk a lot about comedians here because we both listen to a lot of comedians. Yes. Anyhow. Yeah. I, I mean, if Young doesn't play, there's two games left in this series. That's just it. I mean there, there's I don't know if there's another way around it. Even if he plays game five, I don't care. I, I just don't think that this team has the heart to come back from 3 1. And I don't know that they go into Milwaukee, especially seriously, the Hawks had the entirety of the crowd behind them last night. They were at home with a big lead early. They should have burned Milwaukee. They should have just 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 lit that team up. And the Bucks on the road fighting them and the crowd came back through it and it's just like i, I don't know atlantic can do that if it's 3-1 in milwaukee if it's 3-1 in milwaukee and that fan base is behind it and they are loud and they're in five serve that that's just it they're done i don't see
1: them coming out of that no and i think the hawks might sneak another one out so i, I to, to, to go with the cliche but there's only Lux there's only six. four ways you can win a series and that would be in four, five, six, or seven I, I will mm-hmm. do. I, I'm thinking it's going to be Bucks and Six. I, I think the Hawks might sneak one out. Um maybe, it's possible. Yeah, maybe in Game Five. All but right. uh, hey, by the way, how wacky is scheduling that? Um, the the West is two games ahead of the East. They were starting. They, played, they started the Western Conference Finals and they we were still playing. Last the the Nick the Nets
0: series was still going on while they were starting the Eastern Conference Finals. It was really
1: strange. Right. No, I mean, they just finished game five tonight. I mean, had the Suns won. Yeah, they'd be they, sitting there. They, I mean, the, this, the Eastern Conference Finals could potentially still go four more games, which is eight more days. <laughs> Were the Suns going to sit around for a week and a half, and do the Bucs just not get a rest going into the finals? Do they just roll right in? Or how does that work? And, yeah, I mean, and let's let's say that the Suns do close out in game six, and even if the Bucks win and go up 3-1, I mean, it could still be three more games right? Yeah, Right. No, that's very possible, yeah. I mean, it, worst case scenario, if they both go seven, the the, the Suns are still done f- two games before they are. Yeah. Like, how does that work? And then they're going to get literally a week off at some point here, because I'm, <laughs> like I said, in my scenario where the Suns win in the next game and the Bucks win in three more games, oh. that still means that it's still going to be f- two more games beyond... I mean, how did the scheduling get that far off? I don't understand. Oh. Like...
0: I don't know. That's echelons above reality, man. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to pull off a box here. We're going to stay in Milwaukee though, because the, uh, the brewers have been going pretty, I mean, just great guns recently there. What is it? They've only lost two of their last eight. Is it? So mm-hmm. four, five, six, seven. Yeah. So seven of their last uh, nine games are wins. Right. So, I mean, there's, I it's was been... told there'd be no math. <laughs> yeah. So, they won the last two against the Rockies. They took two out of three against the Diamondbacks, and then they just swept the Rockies um, in a three-game set in Milwaukee. The, the fun one was Friday night where the Brewers had to come back. Willie Adamas gets the uh, the two-run shot, the tight in the ninth, and then Hira sends us home. Hira, over the last three games, since coming back up, has made me just so happy because we've been rooting very hard for Keston Hira because mm-hmm. he's had a tough row this year. Uh, he came great. off of that that super weird year last year where everybody had a weird year. Yelich is pulling mm-hmm. back out of it. Yelich hitting a couple bombs this year, um, including just a great one on on Saturday, just lighting it up. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Keston getting a couple home runs over this weekend. Um, it's been fantastic to see that. Um, I'll tell you what else makes me super happy, Aaron. I don't know if you've caught this, too, but the Brewers scoreboard because it's, it's been 80s weekend. Have you seen okay. the scoreboard? No, it, it looks like the old County Stadium scoreboard. They because you know it's it's a um, it's an actual like screen, so they can put whatever they want yeah. up there. It's just computer right. programming. They've made it look like the old just
1: white bulb screen. No way! Yeah, on, like, yeah. They yeah. They you gotta gotta go back and look uh, up. You know, I'm a, I'm a you know I'm a sucker for that stuff because I loved old County Stadium. I did a lot of games there when I was a kid.
0: I loved going there only for the nostalgia. It was it was not a great stadium. Um, in terms of building everything, there no, it was it
1: was a trash, terrible place.
0: To watch a game, it was not great, but it's where I watched my first games. Was there? Right. I I watched a lot of games there in the Metrodome. I've probably at this point now, you know, Miller slash Amfam is where I've watched the most of my baseball because mm-hmm. I can pay for my own tickets now and I can right. go. A couple, I go a couple times a year usually, but yeah, as a kid, we go go to to county stadium and we went every year to the metrodome around um labor day so yeah we used i spent a lot of time in those stadiums i went to i had a buddy in the seminary who got uh, a package of tickets um he was from uh some farm in southern minnesota i can't remember if it was it was near new ulm it was in the new ulm diocese i can't remember what city he was from though and he got some tickets and just we would go you know because we're in st st paul so we just didn't find a way to get down to the stadium and watch the twins lose in the, you know, in the late nineties. <laughs> so, but it was, I can't,
1: I, I can't, I can't find a picture of the new, of the, uh, retro, uh, we'll, we'll find, board, but I, just, I found a picture of Bernie's old chalet with the old keg that used oh, to be at, yes. here at, at County stadium. But, yes. Uh, I can see some other. I can see them other examples at like PNC Park though. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they did
0: stuff like that here though. I mean, if you go back and look, go back a couple games and just look at the highlights, they'll show because you can see someone with the home runs that they had. It was fantastic, cool. and it made me happy to see it like that. But mm-hmm. what makes me more happy is seeing Keston Hira. uh He he had a home run and a double the other night. He had a home run the other game. He had he drove in the winning run. Um, he he's had. A fantastic series. It's been great to see him come out and play well and uh, looking confident and and showing that power again. I mean, two home runs in the series. uh, That's the thing that starts snowballing. You know, if if we get him back into form a little bit, I mean, he's had to go down twice because he changed position and he had all this other stuff around him and just trying to get confident again after that weird season. Yelich coming back into form. Narvaez has been playing great all year. Um, Willie Adamas, we should have just traded Arcia for him. Like, <laughs> why did we do all the middle steps in between here where we didn't have – right. we, we were like, oh, yeah, we'll just – Urias, we'll make some trades to get him in here. Now we don't actually want him right. in there either. Let's bring in Adamas. You're like, okay. <laughs> why did not we just trade everyone to get Adamas first because he has been just amazing since right. he's come in. His, his defense has been great. And he's been showing a lot of pop out of that bat too. Um, and yeah. he's been saving the Brewers in a couple games. I mean, definitely Friday night saves the game. I mean, otherwise it's just over. He has a two-run home run, go to extra mm-hmm. innings and win. Yeah, um,
1: I love the other so, thing so, too. So, they were talking about like so, um, so, you know how the Brewers so, pitching feels. Had to get away from this. But. Okay, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say uh, it, yeah, Urias for uh, Urias for. I think RCF, that was pretty much a wash, but sorry, I wasn't gonna get so I'm still trying to find an image of this, and then all I peeled up is a <laughs> image from image from um, Old Connie Stadium. Listen to this lineup. Molitor, Molitor, Sirhoff, Sheffield, Dave Parker at DH, <laughs> Yount Deer, Greg Vaughn batting seventh, Gatner and Spires at shortstop. Oh yeah, Billy Spires. Billy Spires, that's the one from the from way back when. I mean, yeah, that yeah. was a that that lineup, man. Gosh, dang. Anyways, sorry. Catchy back Sir, to what you were saying.
0: Back when he was still a catcher, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was saying like the the big joke everyone's talking about, like, look at just just watching Burns and Woodruff watch the Brewers score ten runs uh, when they're not pitching. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just, yeah. And now they're out there again. It's still tied right now, Monday night. Um, watching the Brewers Cubs. Yeah. In the seventh now, I think they're top seven. Yeah, looks like they're top seven. No, I'm sorry, they're in the bottom eight. Like my other thing is not up to date here, but yeah, no. Brewers, Cubs still tied it for Brewers up to bat. You know, if we get a score here, but I don't think we will before we end up uh, wrapping up here. But it's it was a good week here. Brewers three games up as of Sunday night, three games up on the division. Uh, Just. Yeah, you feel good about
1: this team, which at this point they're saying has basically no all stars. Right. They're they're saying it doesn't have any yet. Avi Garcia is, you know, pounding the ball out of the park left and yeah, right. Like him too. Um Narvaez is the most underrated catcher in the league. Um if I understand Col- pitchers don't get pitchers don't get voted on, but uh um <laughs> I mean. well if I mean and
0: if Colton Wong hadn't been hurt. Uh, in right. the last thirty days, Colton Wong's batting three thirteen with five home runs. In the last thirty days, right. Like, all right. Hira slowly pulling himself back up. Uh, two home runs. He's batting one ninety two over the last thirty days. Yeah, Willie Adamas. I mean, like, and Adamas only just joined the team. Um, mm-hmm. Yelich has been coming along slowly, but I mean, like, in fairness, nobody on this—they're the worst hitting team in baseball to this point in the season.
1: Yeah. And, they still are. They still yeah. are. And that's with how well they've been hitting for the last month. That's yeah. how, that's how bad absolutely destitute it was
0: yeah. for the so, first
1: month and a half. Like as was, much as everyone was a team, a team batting average is 220 at one point or something like that.
0: Like 212 almost at one point, I believe. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too, is you say, like, you, you can't feel slighted because they aren't hitting. They don't send people to the all-star game for batting, you know, 220. Right. Like you just you just don't. There's nobody's defense is that good that you can get in batting two twenty.
1: Nah, uh, Ozzy Smith.
0: But he never did bat two twenty, so we'll never know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 the thing is, you'll never know. Great point. Yeah, it's like yeah. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, look at, I mean, our our Arceo would be a perfect example of that mm-hmm. he was never an All Star because he did bat two twenty, even though he was yeah. one of the slickest gloving shortstops in all of baseball. He was fantastic, yeah. You know? But yeah, Absolutely. no, yeah. If he yep. he'd
0: been batting 280, he'd have been an all star
1: once or twice. Yeah, hell, 275, he yeah. might have been an all star. I mean, um, what's his name? Uh, Fukudome proved proved that with uh, the Cubs. If you just have a cool last name and hit 277, <laughs> you can be the starting right fielder <laughs> in the all star game. Fukudome
0: is a good name. Arcia, yeah, not okay. a not, not a good baseball player though. It turns out. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Still, um, yeah, Brewers get a good stretch here. They'll get the Cubs for a little bit. You know these three games here. They'll they'll get a chance next month to continue making some uh, some progress here with their their record and have the the Pirates for four and the Reds for four. There's a three game set with the Mets in between there. But you know yeah. those that eight of your next eleven games after the Cubs series are, are games that the Brewers really should be in to win. I mean, like they should be I mean, hanging in there, right?
1: Oh, the Mets are good this year. Hmm. So much I've been paying attention. (laughs) They're on top of the East. I know that Schwarbers hit like 15 home runs in the last 16 days or something like that for the Nationals. But
0: yeah,
1: yeah. But that that division does not look particularly great because the West, the West and the Central are just, yeah, a lot better. And the the Central can't even hold anything on the West. I mean, the Brewers would be in fourth place in the West. (laughs) Correct.
0: Yes. Right now they would be in fourth place. Cubs. They, there are three teams in this division with winning records, though, and to be clear, yes. the East only has one team with a winning record currently,
1: yep. because the yep. Nats they, are at they, they would be they would be in they'd be in a they'd be in third place in the Central right now. So yeah, all right. I mean, uh, and the West the West is just feasting on a, 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 a an, a, an apocalyptically bad Diamondbacks team too. So. <laughs> It's true. Yeah, that team is. They have, a, they, have a, they have a winning percentage. That's an okay batting average, two seven eight. I mean, that's not good. <laughs> they're they're tw- they're twenty nine games behind the the Giants going into the All Star break. That's never good.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's the worst in baseball.
1: So yeah. By, by the way, by the way, so so the Orioles have been rebuilding for what three decades now. They're still the worst team in the AL. God, oh. You think well, at some point with all this losing they'd be good again?
0: Well, they're um, gosh, their run
1: differentials negative one twenty four. That's that's a thing. There's four. teams with forty wins in the AL East. Holy smokes! Yeah, and the I've, been on, vac- bad I've bad. been on vacation for a week. I haven't really looked at the standings lately. So yeah, and the right. Yankees
0: are bad. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like
1: they got a winning record, but that's not a
0: particularly good team. Which makes me happy because I don't like the Yankees. Boy, the West is nuts, too. Holy yeah. smokes. All right. We don't have a whole lot else to, to go <laughs> into now. But the one thing that I do think is fun to point out, well, we'll, we'll point out Cole Caulfield having a fantastic, like, completely re, just re-energized just that uh, Montreal team, which makes me sad because I hate Montreal. Not the yeah. city, but I do hate that hockey team because I'm a Bruins yeah, fan. And, uh,
1: Montreal, les
0: terribles? L- l- no, that's us. <laughs> Taive is uh, the thirty second brigade um, but no there oh they're, but they're the, uh, Aaron's forgotten this but um, <laughs> <Les Taribes laughs> refers to our military unit is what the French called us the terrible ones because they were so um, terrifying in battle the uh the Canadians are also known as les habitants the the Habitans, inhabitants. They- the inhabitants, Ugh. the people who live here, is their nickname. Like, come on, <laughs>
1: Kevin. Kevin, you're what the French call les et incompetents. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, I would add a home alone, home alone reference on this podcast in a while. Anyway, nice. I don't,
0: I don't know when we would add a last one. Yeah. But yeah, the Canadians into the Stanley Cup finals, and mostly because Cole Caulfield is a scoring machine, and um, man, he could get a. He could get a heart trophy for just being the best player in the playoffs on a losing team because he has completely changed the way that team plays. Mm-hmm. They were not good. They, they were losing. They were backing into the playoffs and they rolled through and have gone to a Stanley Cup final. Good for him. The other Badgers news is, um, is everyone kind of has probably been following along. The Badgers and everybody else now has the name, uh, image, and license stuff, the NIL. You're going to see NIL in a lot of tweets and a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. now because they're going to talk about it because the Supreme Court says you get to have that now. And the NCAA has put out guidance saying essentially, remember that rule we wrote about name, image, and license? Forget about it. We just will not enforce it because it's not legal. (laughs) And so Hmm. they're going to be people trying to sell name, image, and license. Um, And the Badgers actually, and I don't know what other schools do this. I'm sure other schools are doing this too. The Badgers created a specific like website and it's kind of like an internal corporation to help players to market themselves. They're going to actively be helping their own players to market themselves and to sell their own name and image and license. Okay. So that's mm-hmm. fantastic. Cause that's the future of how you're going to do it is you got to tell students, how are you going to get their name out there? How are you going to help them you know, reach corporate sponsorships and things like that? Cause that's, what's going to happen next. And the Badgers, right there at the beginning announced this and that's gonna be fantastic and today well actually i think it was yesterday graham mertz i believe the first college player to have his own the logo you know like the tb12 logo or the lebron logo is the tiger woods logo there is a graham mertz logo have you seen it yet aaron
1: no it, it's you mean, pretty Gra- graham mertz out of all college players graham mertz is the first one to have it
0: well, we're a smarter school than most of the ones that have the money. Well, I get uh, that, yeah. but I
1: mean, well, they're smarter, but I mean, there's other schools that their entire focus is on sports, not that Wisconsin doesn't have a strong focus on sports. Hold on a second. Yeah, no,
0: they, yeah, it's it's a decent enough logo as far as logos on hats go that are logos for individual people. Um, yeah, but he's he's putting it out there and whether they're playing, the, I got five on it because he is number five. And getting they, they put out a hype video through the Badgers' uh, Twitter feed and letting you know, um, Graham Mertz, he's out there, and they're going to be hyping him, and you can buy
1: Graham Mertz' <laughs> logo to peril, I'm sure, at some point, it's, right? It's a good logo, but Sports SB Nation, Wisconsin Badgers QB, Graham Mertz has a logo now, like a dang superhero. <laughs> yes, it's not bad it's a pretty good logo i mean it's it's very it's it's very subtle i guess but
0: yeah it's good
1: good good for him
0: it's a nice enough logo um Mm -hmm. so yeah it's it's the sort of thing that's going to be happening now that that you're going to see more of this and i'm sure we'll see some terrible logos this grand one's Mm -hmm. okay it's a nice enough logo for an individual player logo and i'm sure the team helped them with that and the, the university helped them with that and so you know good on them and uh this is the future of college sports. So get used to seeing this because this is coming more and more. And why we don't already have one for Ferguson, I don't know. He should have been number one.
1: <laughs> right? Right. Hey, did right, you know right, he's right, related right. To, to Barry Alvarez? <laughs> right, exactly. His logo is just a picture of his uncle. Yeah. Or grandpa. Sorry, grandpa. Yeah. 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 yeah just sorry, just a
0: picture of the Don himself right there. And then. And underneath well, well, this, like Ferguson. You got
1: you to forgive me. I, I I didn't realize that he was his grandpa, not his uncle. They never talk about that they during games. They never
0: ever bring it up. I know. It's it's never one of those weird up. little stats, information, I guess, not stat. Hmm. I People wish don't talk stuff. About. Up.
1: That's interesting to me. Yeah. It's so
0: fun. All right, everybody. Thank you again for another wonderful week. Um, we're having a lot of fun bringing this to you. Aaron and I are very happy to see the Bucks here, and we're going to. We follow them this week, and hopefully next week we're back here talking about what does the NBA Finals look like? Because that would be exciting for us, and hopefully, hopefully we can see the Brewers get a sweep here because that would be fantastic. Brewers out now up seven to four uh, in the bottom of the eighth. So we, are they? Yes, they are. So hopefully that's the beginning of a well, I guess just a continuation of the Brewers' current five-game winning streak turning into something else, more and more wonderful as we go. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Remember to download, listen, rate, and review us wherever it is that you find our podcast. Thank you from all of our listeners all around the world. Uh, Remember, of course, that whether you're on the town or on the go, it is always on Wisconsin.
1: FTC. This
0: has been the Scotty Johnny Podcast. Remember to find the boys on Twitter at johnny one or online at scanijohnny.com. Thanks for listening, and on Wisconsin.